All right. So, all right. So we've got a little bit different equipment. <laughs> things around. We're going to see what happens. Welcome to another episode of OK, Now What? The podcast that explores the possibilities and the potentials of living this life and other things inside of the modern day era. I touch on things that I probably shouldn't touch on, but I touch on them anyway because I'm confident enough in myself to believe that I may not have an answer, but I at least know where to start. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's going to work. Today, I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to make myself a podcast called Open Thoughts. The idea came from me listening to several different podcasts over the course of time. And one of the many things that I heard and one of the many things that I enjoyed was the idea that just allowing your thought process to go to its bitter end, following it as far as you can let it go without stopping, without changing anything, not worrying about coming back and touching on certain topics, just allowing the process to fully flow into its fruition and see where you end. All right. So that's pretty much what today is. Just open thoughts by me. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to um, open thoughts with me. All right. Let's see how this goes. All right. So let's Okay, let's just start with the thoughts that I have as a general rule when I when I take a walk. So I walk two and a half miles every day. And essentially all I do is on these walks that I have every day. I'm not really looking for the answers to the universe, but what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to find the answers for myself. I spend a lot of time in a what sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like a good meeting. It sounds like a good TED talk if you were to look at it in the context of what it is. So let's talk about what happened today. So today with the, with everything that happened, um, I decided to come up with a mantra. It took me the entire, I guess, I think it takes me like 45 minutes to do the whole thing. But I found, I found my mantra. I found the thing that when I'm meditating, when I'm, uh, when I'm by myself in any situation that I'm even moderately uncomfortable, I was just looking for the thing that I can always come back to you know, inside of this large, expansive world of ours. The thing that I can always come back to that's going to allow me to create my own safe space within myself so I can expand the horizons of the world that I exist in, make my dimension bigger. So me being my own safe space, I decided to come up with a mantra that it's almost like if you open the door, it's the first thing you see on the wall, like a painting, a mural, whatever you want to call it. And well, I'll share that. So the, so the, so I have a problem with trusting myself and without being able to trust myself, I can't trust anybody either because if I can't trust myself, I can't trust anybody. And it's something I've lived with for 30 years. Yeah. So for 30 years I've had trust issues and I'm okay with that. I mean, the decisions were made, that life was lived. There's nothing I can do about any of that. The only thing I can do is forgive myself for my own trespasses upon others and trespasses upon myself for that matter, and then try to just continue to move forward. Yeah. Excuse me, that was rude, and I apologize. So the mantra was, I fully believe I fully trust and I fully love myself. I fully believe, I fully trust, and I fully love 
myself. I fully believe, I fully trust, and I fully love myself. That's the mantra in my head over and over again as I continue to walk. And this will probably be the second time in the last couple of days that I finally kind of narrowed it down. It was much, much longer before. And I figured I would try my best to like narrow it down to like the simplest phrase possible. Like you could almost put it on a t-shirt. That was my thought was, yeah, if you can put it on a t-shirt, that's what you want to do. That's how you want to say things. Put it on a t-shirt, send it out the door. Um, I mean, it even got simpler than that. It was, you know, believe, trust. Um, love myself. And I think that that's really what, so it's like, okay, let's, let's fill it up a little bit, kind of make it like a phrase rather than just like bullet points on, you know, a t-shirt. Like, so we can go beyond that just little. So we'll dial it up a notch and then that's what it's going to be. It's, I fully believe I fully trust and I fully love myself. I fully believe I fully trust and I fully love myself. And this is ringing in my head as I'm walking. So then from that crop up little things like, you know, I'm the, I'm the master of the destiny that I choose. I, I having faith in myself is super important so on and so forth down the line. And then all of these things kind of struck a nerve, like a big deep down, like soul opening nerve. And I started to realize how much I just did not trust myself. Going back to maybe a previous point, I think I might have said something, I don't know. That I wholeheartedly want more from myself. And that I never did trust myself to do anything. I trusted myself enough to make decisions, but not enough to like see them through. It was make a decision and then, well, ah, really not put in any work towards whatever that decision was. And that's why I robbed myself of everything I could have ever had. Anything I've ever could have wanted, loved, or attained, I guess, for for lack of a better term. I could have been so much more, so much sooner if I had just had myself. But once again, it's a, as one of my friends would say, a woulda, coulda, shoulda. And to focus on that is to take away from the overall big picture end game point, which is just start from now, something somebody else said to me, why not just start from now and then go from there? So I think that was kind of an overall model of, of how that whole thing came to be. That is the mantra now. Take it with you whoever's listening to this at any point in time, take a second, think about it, use it as your own. I mean, I don't know. It could be awesome. It could suck. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I believe, or I fully believe I fully love. And if bad anyway, there's no particular order. <laughs> Have a good time with it. I don't give a shit, but it's, I fully believe I fully love and I fully trust myself in no particular order. All of those things are important. It doesn't matter the order. All that matters is that you repeat them to yourself. You know, even during the course of my meditation where I'm learning about uh, hemisphere synchronization and things of that nature, which all came from 
what was it? I was watching a TikTok, which led me further down a rabbit hole where they had this whole pro or the CIA, I think, had an entire project. And I can't even remember. I think it was like the 80s or something where they were trying to get people to basically astral project. That was the idea. It was supposed to be like the next level in spy whatever is to be able to astral project, to be able to leave your own body, uh, travel the ethereal plane, be in a completely different place, learn secrets, and then come back with the information. That was the inevitable goal for the whole project. And I think they eventually scrapped it um, because a lot of the test subjects, though, did see some result, but did not see the result that the, I guess, the founders of the project and the scientists in the project were looking for. So you learn about different frequencies that you can tune into from different sides of the ear and how if you if you bring them in tune to each other based on like I think it's like a hundred and something hertz on one side and like less than double digits hertz on the other side it's supposed to tune everything into your body so it's supposed to bring up the one side where the other side, it brings it down in order to balance it out. So the two sides of your brain will talk to each other. So you can actually use more of your brain space and or more of your brain power in order to be able to make decisions, make money and, and things that like to be more fully actualized, I guess is kind of the thought. Um, and I thought it was interesting and I think it's fun because I'm, I guess I maybe not necessarily from the generation of, but the generation before, I guess the life hack started coming out where it's like simple things that you can do that you don't have to spend a shit ton of money on in order to make your life easier, simpler, faster, better, whatever. Um, you know, using one tool for multiple different things in order to create arts or, uh, shave time out of your day. um, and, and, and then things like that, or, you know, special, like I said, I, there, I remember there was an entire like YouTube page website thing for life hacks. And then like everything was a hack. You were always hacking away at something. And one of the things during the mantra, during the practice, during the meditation, during the hemisphere sync, during all of it, I'm starting to realize is that there's genuinely no hacking at anything. You're either going to get there or you are not. That is it. And all there is between what you are and what you want to be is the work. It's honestly that simple. Uh, cave people had it right. Um, you know, even a lot of people in today's society have it right. Where it's just, it's all about managing your own chaos in a world full of chaos. That's it. You know, there's no genuine control over anything. And because of that lack of control, you have to learn how to control yourself because that's the only thing you have control over, if that much. Because you can't control how people think, how they feel, what they say, what they do, not by any stretch of the imagination. And to allow those people into your life and live in your house rent free, that's on you at some point. Yeah, at some level, that's on you. Not saying that it's okay to let those people say, think, feel, do whatever it is they want, but you have to understand to a certain degree that you can't control that, no matter how much you call it out, no matter how much you lock it away, no matter how much you, you kill it, whatever the case is. You can't control that. There is nothing on this planet that you can legislate, law, 
uh, bury in a, in a cell or even kill out of the human condition. I'm not saying that we are born to do anything. I'm just saying that maybe what we need to start looking at is creating stronger links and chains and quit worrying about the weak links. You know, these people that live consistently in ignorance, whatever that level of ignorance is, it doesn't like you can apply it to any subject. It doesn't even matter. I don't even know how this started, but here we are. That's okay. That's the beauty of open thoughts. You can just keep going. It doesn't matter where it goes. Let the tangent fall where it may. Let my brain roam as far as I can let it roam and talk for as long as I want to. Yeah, no structure. Let the chaos unfold. You know, and speaking of chaos, that's something I started thinking about as of late as well. The last few days of what's been going on is it is life is just a series of chaotic events and inside of some of those chaotic events come nuggets of awesome, you know, like a moment where you make a connection with a friend or in a moment where you find the thing that you've been looking for, or in a moment where, um, you finally hit a PR or in the moment that you read the right passage inside of whatever book you have that really inspires you to make a change inside of your life. That's all it is. It's a series of chaotic moments, a series of falling stars, cutting grass, watering plants, breathing air, eating food, walking your dog, driving a car, shooting a gun, making a decision. In all of those chaotic events, when things just feel right, all you've done is smashed together with somebody else's chaotic event, whatever it is. I don't even know if that made sense, but it did to me in my head. Like if you look at two balls of anything, you can't make two balls one ball, but what you can do is these two balls can bounce against each other, bounce against the wall, bounce against the ground, bounce against the ceiling, bounce against the floor, bounce against furniture, bounce, 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 bounce. And it's through these impacts, these small impacts that actually changed, changed the look, the feel, and the energy inside of the dimension that they are bouncing around in. Is any of this making sense? No? Great, let's keep going. And it's through all these chaotic bounces and events that eventually the landscape changes because that wall is no longer still. Now it's vibrating because of the bounce of against the, so if you ever see like a ball hit a wall in slow-mo or a ball hit anything in slow motion, it actually interrupts the space that that thing lives in. You've officially created something completely different based on the chaos of the ball moving forward. I'm sure there's like some kind of mathematical, philosophical, uh, physics, math, whatever equation that best explains exactly what I'm thinking. I'm sure there is. There has to be because somebody else has to honestly think like this at some point. I have faith that other people think like this. We just don't talk to each other because it would probably go nowhere. But to be able to discern the idea that or to boil it all down to something of a turn of phrase that happened during the course of this week while I was doing some trainings. Yeah. Chaos plus chaos 
equals magic. Nothing is meant to be still. Nothing. It's just not. Stillness is death. Period. Point blank. Nothing crazy. Enjoy the sounds of the Redneck Riviera, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. <laughs> Loud mufflers and dropped fucking stupid. Why? Why do we create the structures bigger? It only makes them weaker. You know, that was another thought I was having. Well, let's finish chaos and then we'll go into this next one. But I guess to, to finish summate, to put a pin in, to tack, cap, whatever you want to call it, chaos is everywhere. Everything you do is chaos. Everything. It's just cells bumping up against each other in frequencies and waves that you are deciphering, determining, delineating between as you walk through this space of chaos and frequency. You are the interpreter of the signal. And then you, your own self, have a unique signal that you put out into the world that other people are free to interpret, no matter what you think, feel, say, do, or have. You are not in control of anything other than the signal that you put out. Everything is chaos. Learn to deal with that. Man, this sounds very stern. But maybe I'm finally finding that foundational belief that I've always wanted. Yeah, I think that maybe that's what it is. I'm finally finding that foundational belief that thing that I've honestly ultimately been searching for is the foundation of my life that allows me to believe in something, anything and prevents me from, you know, uh, well, no, you don't know. Why do I ask that? You know, you don't know. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's think. So, oh yeah. So the next thing I was thinking too is, is as I'm looking at my goals, reassessing what I want and becoming a different person, the thing in my head that has always existed was bigger is better. Let's make it bigger. Let's do more. Is it though? Is it? Or is medium good? You know, can you take what's medium and make it awesome? You know, if we go back into the it just basic interpretation of things where myself as the individual gets to determine whatever it is that I believe is, is good, great, indifferent, whatever, isn't it my interpretation of things to whether or not I have the abundance that I want? You know, when I listen to other podcasts, when I listen to people talk about great things and, and you know, these, they have riches and fame and whatever it is that they have. Isn't it just the interpretation of the person's signal is what makes it good, great, or bad? So can't medium be amazing? Can't medium not be mediocre? Or maybe can, yeah, hey, how about this thought? Can nothing be amazing? Being homeless, having nothing, wanting of nothing, roaming this earth, a nomad, a modern nomad. Can that not be an amazing life? 
It can be. Because it's all up to the interpretation of the owner of that signal. Yeah. No outside force can reckon, dictate, or even change for you whatever it is you choose to put out. Because you are the beginning and the end of whatever it is you choose. So what is it you want for? What is it... What is it you want more than anything? Okay, let's share that. All right, so... Actually, let's go back to the bigger, better thing, because I want to finish that thought. So, I see these trucks, and with these trucks, my eyes roll <laughs> as I'm saying all this. But I'm, I'm, I'm seeing these trucks as I drive down the road, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of trucks. I love having a truck. A truck is a great utilitarian vehicle, personally speaking, because for everything I want to do and everything I have in life, the truck is probably the greatest symbol of freedom that I personally have. Somebody else's might be different, but for mine and for all intents and purposes in this point, um, the truck is kind of the thing for me. And I'll be honest. I wanted the four door because it was trendy. You know, the client that said that at some point, yes, you were right. It was very much a trendy thing I wanted to have. You know, I wanted the nice, new, shiny, trendy thing. That's what I wanted. So that's what I went after. The nice, new, shiny, trendy thing. So I guess what I'm looking at now is, is I was wrong. I was wrong in that thought. I was wrong in the idea that that was what was going to, that was going to be the best thing. Cause I've had the truck now for five or six years now. I want to say six years. We'll just say six for the sake of discussion. So I've had the truck for six years and I think I've hauled people in it three times, maybe four times that I can think of outside of myself. You know, no, you don't know. Why do I keep saying that? It's such a silly thing to do is say, you know, and as if people are sitting right next to me and that, that's not what's going on. I'm by myself in a room while a bunch of traffic goes by because I don't have enough money in order to have a soundproof room so I can just have these thoughts without being interrupted by fucking traffic. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it honestly is at this point. That is, that is the chaos that I deal with on a daily basis. So, bigger wasn't better. You know, I thought about fixing it up and doing a bunch of things to it. And, you know, like lifting to the front end and putting bigger tires on it and painting it black. And, but then I got to remember that this truck is 25 years old. And just because I put big parts on it that are shiny and fun and cool doesn't make it a better truck. It just makes it a different truck. It doesn't really give it, it's not going to, anything I do to it is not going to give it what I want it to have, which is simplicity, which is strength, which is pride, which is whatever the things are I'm trying to build inside of myself. You know, and to be honest, the reason why I wanted bigger stuff, because I always thought of myself as a 6'4", 275-pound man. That's what I thought of myself as. 
when in all actuality, I'm six foot tall and 300 pounds, which is not good either. <laughs> but so is the truth. I'm, I'm finding now that as I'm moving forward and I'm not even necessarily being realistic about my goals, just realistic about what I genuinely want through therapy and listening to these books and having mentors and such, I'm really starting to dig down to the root of everything that I genuinely want. And what I want is not what I have. And it's not necessarily that I want more or that I want less. It's just a matter of what I want is, is different than what I have. And I've allowed everything around me to dictate what I have rather than going and getting what I want because I didn't love myself. I didn't believe in myself and I didn't trust myself. And now that I have to repeat those mantras inside of my head every day and reparent myself into understanding and knowing and acknowledging who I am as an individual, I am genuinely the most vulnerable I've ever been. And trying to push myself out of my zone of comfort is very hard. I'm still going to do it. I just have to understand, recognize that it's, it's always going to be a difficult thing to do because I already have the processes in place that I continue to fall back on. Like, oop, going in this situation is hard because. So it's just a matter of rewiring my, or setting new paths for my neurons and electrons, protons, photons, and zoonons to to all be attached to something completely different than what they were attached to before. That's the goal. That's the mission is to completely change everything about myself into the person that I was supposed to be at this point or the person I could have been because I could have been further ahead than I am now. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that now. I wasn't okay with that before, but I'm slowly becoming more okay with that now. Like that's where the thought is. And thank goodness for everybody that I surround myself with at this point who really point out these inconsistencies that I have that I need to start creating. And because of these inconsistencies, I now understand where I can get better so I can have better. And it's not to say that the people around me, like some of the people around me, personally speaking, not outside of work or outside of work. It's just a matter of understanding now that it's not so much the people I need to change it's my circumstances. I need to change because they should be better than what they are. Genuinely, they should be better than what they are. And because they're not, I find myself to be lacking. And it's okay to start from lack. It's okay to start from nothing. Day one, dollar zero, man. We can do this. We can make these changes. This shit can get better. 
all we have to do is get better. Just keep plugging along, keep pushing forward, keep moving ahead one step at a time, one day at a time. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Nothing says that I can't end up in my, no one says I can't end up in my vision. I'm the one that gets to determine that, not the world. And I think that's important for me to know. I think that's important for me to realize. I think that's important for me to understand. All right. Today's podcast is also an avoidance of me doing what I needed to do, which is actually get into my workout and, and start making some better decisions. So I guess with that, I'm going to sign off. Hopefully you guys enjoyed open thoughts. Hopefully I didn't tangent too much and we closed up whatever subjects we needed to close up. And if we didn't, that's okay. Sometimes that's just how it goes. I'm not going to have an outro today. We're just going to let it roll. We're going to let it be out. I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do and continue to move forward. Um, yeah, if you want to know how to get a hold of me, listen to a previous podcast. At the end of the previous podcasts, I tell you exactly how to get a hold of me. Today's been open thoughts, uh, mantras. It's been um, my thought on... Actually, you know what? Let's, let's, let's do this whole thought on bigger isn't always better. Honestly, bigger is actually weaker because the human body is only meant to be so big for so long before it starts to deteriorate on itself. Like you can't be a jacked superhuman into your 70s. Even with hormone replacement, even with all of that. You know, there is a certain level to which if you go beyond what your body is naturally capable of for too long, it and of itself, in and and of itself, will deteriorate you if you were to ever come off. Sure, you know, with a lot of scientists, you know, they're slowing down the aging process. They're allowing for your telomeres to get longer or whatever the case is. But the problem with that is just because your life is longer, is it making your life better? Or are you just living the same repetitive cycle over and over and over again because you fear death? Well, let me tell you something. I don't fear death. Come and get me. Sure, maybe that's a tempting of fate for some of those that believe in that kind of thing. But I say continue to tempt it. I say continue to lure it into your den, wrestle that thing to the ground, and choke it out. You're not dead yet. Stop acting like it. We've got one life to live. I mean, unless you believe in some of these other things, and if so, you probably have no evidence to prove that it actually is a thing. But the beauty of it is maybe it allows you to live a better life because of the fact that you believe in it. You know, all the mistakes of your life right now, you're like, you know what? It's going to be all good. I'm going to continue trying. And because of my continued trying, the next life's going to be better. Whatever. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe not. But, I mean, do any of, any of us really know? Do any of us truly understand? You know, I kept talking about the fact that I was going to get into this bigger is not better thing. But, okay, let's, let's, let's try to keep... Okay, so I saw trucks that look weird. Okay, so the idea was going into the bigger truck thing is essentially what I want is just a five-year-old or less uh, regular cab, Dodge Ram pickup, 5.7 liter Hemi, blah, 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 all the fun shit. 
Why? Because one, I just enjoy the aesthetic of it. Let's be, I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. I just enjoy the aesthetic of that truck. And I like the idea that it's simple. It's structurally sound. It's a good truck. And it's something I can use as long into the future as I'm willing to maintain the vehicle. That was the idea. Keep it simple. There's no need to go crazy with four doors and a big package and this, that, and the other. No, as long as I can haul trailers with it, like haul small trailers with just a little bit of equipment um, and, and things of that nature, that it's perfect. I don't need anything beyond that. You know, having four doors or extended cabs or, you know, I see some of them that have, uh, that they're six inches lifted off the ground with 35 inch tires and, and these, this crazy ass suspension and what have you. And I thought to myself, I'm like, you're literally two steps away from having a monster truck. I mean, I'm not here to deny anybody the want and need and desire to have a bigger truck, but I mean, I look at that and I, and it, and it seems like it's a good idea, but then the other part of me looks at those things and says, as another one passes by goes, don't you realize the structural integrity of that vehicle has now been compromised by all the bullshit that you just put on it? Not saying anything about your ego or pecker or anything like that. Cause it's got nothing to do with it. I don't care, but yeah, we all have our thing that we really truly enjoy. So go enjoy it. This is life. But my thought is, it's like, is it really necessary to have something jacked to the ceiling where you have to have a bunch of excessive parts where one good wind or one good turn, that thing's done. That whole thing is done. Is it really worth it at that point? Are you really doing anything? Is that the life you want to live? And for myself, no. I'm realizing that now as I get older. And it's a beautiful thing to learn when I'm older because I'm finding that this, it's the simpler things that I'm, that I'm loving the most out of all of it. I'm loving the fact that it's just, really, your diet should only be, you know, chicken, rice, and broccoli <laughs> and water. And you'll be fine. You'll get whatever it is you get from it. Just start right there. Yeah. Lean meat. I'm sorry. Going back to lean meat, eggs, um, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Fruits and vegetables, lean meat and eggs. That's it. Keep it that simple. You don't need sugary drinks. You don't need any of that. It's not necessary. It, it literally does nothing other than evoke an emotional response based on mouth pleasure. That's it. It's not fucking crazy. You know, move around more than you sit down. We're not meant to sit for long periods of time. It actually causes damage. It actually tells your body to shut down because your hips and glutes are in a specific position for a long period. It says shut down processes we don't need. The studies, the science, all of it's there. It's, it's, not, it's not hard to find. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I wish my job that I currently have right now that I love doing wasn't a job at all. It was something that I continued to have a passion for. 
I wish more people would just believe in themselves, walk into gyms and like get the fuck after it. But it's just not the truth. More and more people continue to be completely disconnected from everything that they want. Buy bigger houses, buy bigger trucks, buy more stuff, and it only makes them weaker as individuals. Much like I was talking about with those trucks earlier, the higher you make them, the weaker you actually make the vehicle. It's not a strong vehicle, the bigger it is. Going back to the phrase, the bigger it is, the harder it falls, I guess, is the, that's, it's true. Just because it's gigantic doesn't make it amazing. There are a lot of flaws to make that thing gigantic. There's a lot of structural integrity that has to go out the window because it's that big. And I'll be honest, I was wrong in those thought processes, and that's why I'm trying to go the other way. Because I was wrong. I failed to see the truth of it. Chaos plus chaos equals magic. Fucking get after it. I'm out of here.